Welcome to Submerge the Podcast. I'm your host, Leia Leone. Join me as I sit down with kinky people from kinky communities and share kinky stories. We will submerge ourselves into BDSM culture, covering trends, experiences, education, and more. We'll talk with every side of the slash, from newcomers to leaders to everyone in between. Follow us on Instagram at sub.mergelife for updates and info. Now strap yourself in or strap someone else in and enjoy the show. I'm so excited Hello. to have you here. <laughs> I'm excited to be here. Mr. Okay, so I don't know how to refer to you. So is it Mr. Bound or is it Mr. Nothing? I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to say Mr. Nothing. I mean... But... No, nah, it's bound to nothing. Okay, bound to nothing. <laughs> so we're going with the fat name. Yeah, let's do it. Bound to nothing. The funny story about the fat name. I'll go for it. Okay. I knew it was going to come okay. up. Okay, so when I first met you, your your name was bound to nothing. It was bound to nothing with a two in the middle. Yeah, that's what it was. Bound yeah. to nothing, and yeah. then for whatever reason, you got a hair up your ass, and you wanted to change it. Yeah, I thought I was being <laughs> fucking clever, but. Just yes. changing it, and then it was just what was it bound? It was, bu- it, was it was supposed Un- to be B unbound. Yes, but I didn't put any underscore in it. I didn't really think this through. And I was like, you know, I'm just gonna like shorten this because I didn't want it to be directly associated with my Instagram. Yeah. So at that point in time, I was like trying to be really sensitive. Oh yeah, you were trying to kind of not correlate the two. I yeah, I just that. wanted to okay. give space for people like yeah. not to be connected in that way. But uh, yeah, I changed it to your favorite, which is. <laughs> Unbound. <laughs> oh my god! Like when you said that is the first time it really clicked. Like I think I kind of subconsciously realized that's what had happened after I saved it, and I was yeah. like, "Oh crap!" Because you know, like there's that you can't change it. You for, can't. You got like thirty days or something. Yeah, shit. man. And I just sat Which there. Which there's someone who changes theirs all the time, and I'm like, "How did you get past that?" I oh, don't know. I, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, sneaky, sneaky right. Yeah. It's very sneaky. I don't know what <laughs> happens there, but yeah, you had to wait like the whole like allotted the prerequisite thirty days. It was a while. Yeah, it was pretty funny. So you got to run that joke for a bit. Is that when you knew I'd call you on your shit? Hundred percent. Because I came right out with that. Like we yeah. met, and I was like, "Yeah." But you know what that pound? told me? That told me about you. <laughs> that told me that like. The way you do, like, it's it's not it's not about calling people on their shit. It's about how you do it too, and like you yeah. did in such like a fun, like loving, mm-hmm. playful way that I was like, oh, okay, cool, I can I can handle this. Yeah, yeah. It's never to like be mean. Yeah, I would never do that to somebody. <laughs> I just like to get a good chuckle. I mean, I don't blame you. If I was actually a humorous person, I'd probably do the same thing. I'm you like, are a humorous. I don't person. find myself funny. I don't understand why people think so, <laughs> like at all, like. <laughs> The only time I'm funny is when I'm making myself laugh. Oh, well, I mean, that's a plus. That's good. <laughs> I can't make myself laugh. I just make everybody else laugh. And then I'm like, I don't know if I purposely made them laugh or if they're just laughing at me. <laughs> so You know, we'll never know. Yeah, we'll never know. But I'm just going to go with it. Because if they stick around, then that means it I'm means doing something yeah. funny. They like them. you. Yeah, so that's good. All right, well, uh, we're, we're going to get started with uh, asking some questions here. And they're going to be so deep. We're going <sighs> to learn so much about you today. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. You know, like normally I'm a private person. Yeah. I just like don't like to share anything. But yeah. I was just like, you know what? For you. Yeah. 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 You're really taking one for the team. 100%. I really appreciate that. Yeah, anytime. I really appreciate that. I do know one thing about you is that you love to talk about yourself. Yeah. You know, like all the time, <laughs> your sarcasm is heavy in this. <laughs> so like. Every time we have lunch, it's just like, come on, shut up. Let me talk. Yeah. It's because what I what I do when I'm talking is. Ask question. Yeah. After question. Yep. About everybody else you but do, myself. You do. You do. And I, I put them right back on you. And you hate that, but I love it. Yeah, you know what I'm doing. <laughs> You're smart. You're smart cookie. <laughs> because we're both the same. And I hate talking about myself, which is why this is my podcast and I'm asking the questions now. That, that's, that's accurate. So welcome. Thanks. <laughs> I feel so welcomed. I'm so thankful to have you here in the lion's den participating in this. So I'm going to jump right into it. Let's do this. I'm going to ask you... So we, we kind of went, we, we went live on our Instagrams before this, mm-hmm. um, and you mentioned you're, you're fairly new to the kink scene in 
where we are. Are you okay? Are you comfortable? Yeah. Same where you are. Okay, so we're in Kansas City, and our local scene is it's not that big, but it's not that small. Yeah. Like pretty much everybody knows everybody. Yeah. But it's big enough where you can kind of blend in and kind of kind of oh. shape shift in yeah, and get out. lost in the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. You can totally get lost in the crowd. Um. So you. Entered and you are you are like a bona fide rope person. I don't know. That's what people say. I don't understand why. You do amazing shibari work. Thank you. I'm just gonna I'm gonna shout you out because you won't for yourself. But Appreciate it. You do amazing ties. You do really great, beautiful artwork on. I mean, how many people have you tied now? I don't know. I need to count. It's a lot. Like you've lost count. It's that much. Uh, I mean, yes and no. I just like go through the folder and I just don't want to count it. That's insane. It's awesome though because that's what that's what that's practice makes perfect, right? Like 100%. that's probably how you've gotten as good as you've gotten. I mean, the diversity in it has really helped as well. Like yeah. there's a lot of body types. There's a lot of different energies of people, and that kind of influences things. So it's fun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So tell me how you got started and how long you've been doing this. Yeah. So I had a past partner who was interested in shibari, and they wanted it like uh, as part of playtime. And I was just like, you know what? Yeah, I'll give this a try and give it a shot. So she sent over some tutorials of things she was interested in. Funny enough, like the very first tutorial. Um, I actually am potentially going to get to meet the person who made that first tutorial no shit. this weekend. Um, oh, that's cool. Uh, her name is, she's got an Instagram, it's Voodoo Ropes. Um, oh, really yes. Talented. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard of her. But um, she shot me some tutorials and um, I gave it a shot. And like for me, rope has never been like part of my arousal template. Like it doesn't really do anything for me in that aspect. Right, right. Um, which is actually super helpful. But um, yeah, I bet that's really helpful when you're trying to make people feel comfortable. Oh. <sighs> hundred percent, right? right? Like, be like, listen, this isn't my thing, yeah. so you're good. Yeah, yeah. You're totally <laughs> safe with me because I'm really focused on these knots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, as weird as it sounds, it's like a puzzle for me. What I found out through doing that was that uh, it kind of shut my head off. And my head, like, I got ADHD hardcore. And my head is constantly running. Like, I just think through everything and feel everything. So having something that helps me shut my head off like that, it's like super helpful. Yeah. And so I did it a few times. And what ended up happening was she wanted a professional photographer to take pictures of it. Um, and so I tied it for a photo session. And then she had those photos posted. And then her friends started asking, like, oh, you know someone who does that? And so, yeah, Mm -hmm. so it literally (laughs) just like kind of started to snowball from there. Yeah. And it was really awesome because I had some really, really great people in my life that really supported me from the start, really believed in it, even though it was kind of like from our viewpoint and whatnot, like not being in the kink community at the time, like it was out there and I had some really creative people that were really supportive and really loving um, who are like, yeah, you know, I want to try that. I want to support you. Like if you want to practice so on and so forth. And so, you know, me and that partner are no longer together. We're still good friends and whatnot. But right. from there, I just started tying more and more for photography and then started to do boudoir and it just kind of kept going. That's really, really cool. Okay. So how many years ago was that? That was, we're almost on a second year we're working on. Like, oh my god! It's not a second year yet, but we're pretty close to it. Okay, and you've got an Instagram. You're up to how many followers? Because you just passed a major milestone. Uh, I'm at a little over 7,300. I think I'm about to hit 7,400 probably That's in the next week or so. Amazing. Thank you. That's really amazing. Congratulations Thank on you. that. And you've tied with so many different types of people. Mm-hmm. You've photographed with so many types. Of, I mean, you work with photographers left and right, yeah. just trying to capture that. There's an iconic tie that you do with someone's snake. I don't know. There's always like some random snake that pops up in some of your photos. That's so cool. Montgomery, Montgomery, the Python. That's his name? Mm -hmm. I had no idea. Okay, well, there you go. (laughs) So if you want to see Montgomery, Montgomery, the Python, he's on Instagram too. He is. He's a pretty dope snake. That's awesome. That's really awesome. Okay, so you started tying and you know that it's not a thing that like turns you on it's not a fetish it's not a a kinky thing for you what then like where was your where was your head at when it was like hey this is a kinky thing like who kind of presented that to you was it the the initial partner and then like what like did she get arise out of it Mm -hmm. okay yeah so like so for her this it was part of her arousal yeah um and you know, for a lot of people, it is part of their arousal template and such. So yeah. what really introduced the principle, like I knew it was kinky from the start, like it's rope, right? Like right. We, all, we all know Fifty Shades Grey and right. all the ba- like all the basic stuff, right? Right. Um, tie me up. Yeah, tie me up. <laughs> you know, this, this could be fun, you know, put some handcuffs on me and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. I knew from the start that it was like kink based and whatnot. Right. And like, 
even though I was not active in the kink community, I've been aware of kink for a long time. Like okay. it was like the aspect of the kink world is part of my arousal template. It's okay. just like, it's not something I've been heavily involved in until like the last, I would say probably, probably last year is when I started to kind of educate myself and kind of learn and start to participate and kind of learn from others as well. Okay. Kind of like the observer from a distance. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of heading to, I, I remember you came to one of your, it was your first munch, right? Yeah. Okay. So everybody knows what a munch is, but um, Bound to Nothing came out to his first munch mm-hmm. and tell me what you thought. <laughs> hmm. Let's don't see. and uh, don't hold back because I okay. think a lot of people also shared this with local munches. Okay. Um, I mean, obviously, we don't need to insult anybody, yeah. but like, what was your what was your what was your kind of initial reaction to coming out to a public, not public, yeah. a kink event for the first time? Right. So, I mean, I would say outsiders look in like it's like any other event you'd come to, and you have the same kind of like. Speaking for myself, like you have the same kind of nervousness you would going to like a business networking event. Yeah. It's silly. Like as weird as that is, like same. it's the same exact thing. Like, yeah, you're like I never fear that I might get like raped in a business networking thing, but I definitely have that fear going to my first munch. But, <laughs> and then I met everybody and I was like, yeah, okay, like, this, this is not going to happen. happen. No, <laughs> it's not going to happen. No, they're like <laughs> the sweetest, caring, most like they're people who genuinely care about you and want to know about you, which is like right. great. Um, and a lot of the time, quite honest, like I find this pretty common of people who've never participated or gone. And I hear this and I thought this myself, I was like this big, scary, like thought in my head. Like I created this image or this experience that was like, these people are going to be like, I don't know, not good things, I guess. And like, it really wasn't a fair perception. And it's like, we have this kind of shadowy thing there, to work against, right? Yes. There really is a dark cloud over like BDSM kink communities mm-hmm. that everybody thinks we're like weirdos and evil people. And we are, we are weirdos, weirdos, but like the good kind. But we're like nerdy weirdos. Very like, honestly, like, you know, you know, like my favorite thing to say <laughs> is that it's like all of us theater kids grew up and decided to play out our, you know, One, and it's really what it is. 100%. One hundred percent. It really is, and like sometimes I'm like, like I'm about that. Like I remember yeah. theater life and whatnot, and sometimes I'm like, you know, like I want to put on a really classy theater production, not yes. just like my high school theater yes. productions. Yeah, but then sometimes you just want to be like, let's just throw some shit together mm-hmm. and like have a good time, 100%. and it doesn't matter what the costumes are. We're just gonna hang out. So. See, that's that's the fun part that yeah. I found about it. Like for me, it really is kind of like the liveliness and like the enjoyment of being more kind of expressive and like carefree. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I see that too. And it it is weird when you get to that first event Mm -hmm. because you do have this perception that everyone's going to be weird and everybody's going to be like, ooh, it's going to be uncomfortable. And then you meet everybody, you realize everyone is the same. Yeah, and I'm going to be honest, like as a dude coming into it as well, um, like you always like wonder what the perspective people have of you coming there as Ooh, well. You're like, yeah. you know, I'm coming here and do, does everyone think it's weird? Like, do people think I'm here like seeking out something? Like, That's for me, a fair point. Right. Like, and yeah. I think that's a big thing to kind of be aware of too, because like there are people like that, that show up like that are there for like a purpose and an intent. And maybe it's right. not always the best, but you know, there yeah. are still quality people and interactions there and that's what i found for myself like i had that perception yeah and i challenged that perception by going yeah that's good no i think too a lot of people use it as a dating avenue Mm -hmm. so it is hard to kind of gauge that when you meet someone new at a munch or at an event you don't know are you hunting are you ever going to come back here if you had a partner like would you ever come to this stuff to educate yourself Mm -hmm. or are you just coming to find someone and go away. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And there and, are some of those people. But it's good to have that awareness that you bring that up too, because the reality is like, honestly, at the point in time where I participated as well, like I was, I was dating and I was like interested in I The truth is like every one of us like wants to meet someone who like matches us in a way. Yeah. And yeah. if we have a kinky interest or like we have, you know, that kind of desire and whatnot, we want to find people who associate with that. But like right. coming in without like a, expectation and that energy in the wrong way is like really, really important for anyone. Right. And so like, I'm glad that that is, it's a protective thing. I think it's good that we all come in kind of like, okay, what are you here? Like, what is your desire and whatnot? But I really did like, 
I came in with an educational perspective and I really got it. That's like, good. I got to learn some from you guys. I got to learn some yeah. from other people. So that's good. That's yep. good. Well, I'm going to ask you the question that you love to answer. And Sweet. I know people in your circle love to answer. How do you identify? How do I identify? Like, with, uh, would you put yourself on if you had to, because sure. no one does. Got it. Let me caveat that. I agree. Not one person is required to come into this community and ever define themselves. Yeah. You don't have to. And my favorite answer was when I asked somebody uh, that you know mm-hmm. who how they identify, like, and I'm a... they just said their name. Yeah, they go, "I am, I am me," mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, "That's refreshing." <laughs> it just was so refreshing because it was like, you know what? Yeah, you deserve for me to just get to know you yeah. without a label put on it. 100%. So, but you're not getting off that easy. So I'm going to ask you, how do you identify? So I will give the, <laughs> I, I do need to give the credit that I have also started to align with that where I am That's like, good. I am in my name because yeah. honestly, we're complex creatures. We're made up of yeah. a bunch of things. And one day it's one thing, one day it's the next thing. Yeah. Um, but for me, like, I'm really not a fan of people who like come into the space and like, I'm a dom. Boom. Yeah. Um, not my Hard and fast, never changing. <clears throat> yeah. Not my energy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I mean, if I associated with something, it's probably, I see myself a lot of daddy energy. Okay. Um, I okay. do see dominant tendencies in me as well. Okay. I don't really see any switch and I don't really see any submissive inside okay. of me. Now, Would you put yourself in the sadist masochist category? Do you so like to I'm inflict not a masochist. pain? Okay, you don't like to be hurt. And I'm not really about inflicting pain. For me, it's more about I'm like a reaction-based person. So anything okay. that I'm engaging in, if the partner or or the play partner or whatever is uh, you know, enjoying themselves. Yeah. And providing a reaction that's like you know, preferable for me, yeah. then I'm about it. So if that includes sadism, great. Yeah. But I myself am not a masochist. Gotcha. I'm good. Gotcha. You're like, don't touch me. Don't hurt me. Nah, man. Don't I'm, pinch me. <laughs> nope. You do that. Nah. Master Bureau is like, the same way. So you guys definitely get whoop. along with that, with that in common. I, I understand that. <laughs> he has a problem with me like, oh, let me pluck your eyebrow hair. And he's like, ah. I mean, he can't even stand that. No, so. man. Like, if I get asked, if, hey, can I pop your pimple? No, get away <laughs> from me. <laughs> he doesn't you like weirdo. <laughs> what is with that? Can you explain that to me? I'm a picker. I don't know. I'm a monkey. What? <laughs> I just have to groom the people that I love. I want you all to just be nice and smooth. Yeah, so play with my hair. Don't freaking pop my pimples. Yeah, I don't know. I've got a weird thing about hair. I don't like I don't like playing with people's really? hair. Yeah. What? No, I have like a weird thing. Like if somebody has a hair on them uh, and they're a complete stranger and they're like sitting in the seat in front of me, you're the, the one movie who picks t- it off. Oh, I totally will go up to that person and just be like, and I will pick it off and throw it on the floor. I just this is why I love you. There's something weird about like, oh, I can't, I can't stand it. Okay, Sunday I was at a drag show yeah. for brunch, and the drag queen had like hair coming out of the back of the wig. Ooh. And I just wanted so desperately to run up behind her and just be honey, like, come here. yeah, like, honey, <laughs> come here. Let me fix your hair. Yeah. And then, okay, go ahead. Like, now, you're, go back? now you're pretty. Mm-hmm. Go on your way. Hey. I just don't want you to have loose you're hair. You're being considerate. You know, like, I always need people in my life that are like, hey, you have stuff in your teeth right now. hundred percent. I will be the person to be like, here's a Kleenex. <laughs> go blow your nose. Thanks. And, you know, like, I just, because I'd want you to do the same for me. Oh, Nobody 100%. wants to be, like, photographed with a bug or something. 100%. Like, That's you not gotta, a thing. You just got to take care of your friends. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> but, like, other than that, like, really, I don't think there's anything that I identify specifically like we talk about like rigor like that comes up and yeah, whatnot and like yeah i've never really liked the term of rigor and i don't know why that is i think it kind of started because like if i had a non-kink minded person come to me and say hey like i want to be tied up and like what do you call yourself like rigor just sounds aggressive to me honestly and i know from a kink perspective sometimes that's the goal and that's great yeah but like accommodating for some of the comfort and safety of others who are not like interested in that aspect sure um, and, and also truly identifying from like an artistic standpoint, I always like associated with rope artists a lot better. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean to each their own and I do both types of rope, like I'll do kink rope and I'll do artistic rope, right. but like my identifying for Instagram and whatnot is rope artists because I right. think long-term that really aligns with kind of the creativity in me. Well, you do, you do have a lot more, um, you cast a wider net that way <laughs> with agree. rope artists. And once you start putting yourself in the kink category, a lot of people just won't 
you know, they did. They just won't search for you. They yeah. won't, you won't pop up in their feed. So, I can hear that. I can I can see that as a rigor, not necessarily a negative connotation, not at all. But yes, a very um, much more aggressive approach mm-hmm. to using rope yeah. in a one-on-one setting. Yeah. And it just reminds me of suspension. Like 100%. when I hear rigor, I think you tie people up mm-hmm. and you hang them and then you do acrobatics with them. And that isn't what you do. Nope. So, so you never experienced, you've never ex- kind of explored. Um, I've done partial suspension. Okay. So like floor work with like a partial up. Okay. Yeah. I've partial suspension with at least one appendage attached to the floor. Okay. Like support appendage. Yeah. Um, and, right. and safest like, way to start, everybody. Safest always way to work start. your way up off to the ground. Never just put someone in an inversion. No, you don't <laughs> you jump off of a building yeah. to fly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you like try jumping on the street and the sidewalk first. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Jump off a couple steps. Yeah. That's what you should do first. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, it's uh it's something that I probably for a long time will not offer, if offer at all. Like okay. it's just not something I feel safe doing for the public. There's a huge liability with that. Right. And honestly, like, it's beautiful. I admire it. But the level of effort and time that goes into that versus what I do, it's just not something that I get excited about. Yeah. So. I can understand that. That's fine. And it's to each their own. Everybody's got their different, right? That's what kink's all about. 100%. Right? There's an ass for every seat. Everybody has something (laughs) that they like or prefer. And everyone has a limit that they're not willing to try. 100%. I find my limits just keep falling away yeah you like and like slowly. hearing your story and whatnot it's just like whoa how did you jump from there to all the way over there i literally i don't know how that happened because when i first got into all of this there were so many things where i was like no i, I would, would never do never. that like i'm too pretty i would never do that <laughs> and now i'm getting punched in the face with fire and i remember I'm sticking i was there needles in my body and i'm like why that's when I have a hard... Who am I? <laughs> so, like, someone asked me the other day, because, you know, they do the needlework, and then you, like, run run rope or ribbon through it and yes. whatnot. They're like, would you ever do that? I'm like, I think it's really cool yeah. and really pretty, yeah. but I'm not sticking a needle in someone. Okay, like, so what if I did the needlework... I would do that. And then you followed behind me 100%. with some pretty ribbon and made cute little ties and... But you know why I would do that with you? Why? Because I know that you would speak up... And you would use your voice, which is something oh, that a lot of people, but like a lot of people don't know how to do that. Even people who've been in this realm for like plenty of time, they just like, you have to build this trust with the person you're working with. And like mm-hmm. needle play is like, that's legit pain. Like yeah. no, no round about it to it. And yeah. when I'm tying you, like no matter how gentle I am running ribbon, it's going to pull. Yeah. Oh and yeah. Like, that might be your thing. That's oh, yeah. great. But like, you need to be able to tell me when it's not your thing. You like, need <laughs> to know. Yeah. You need to know when to say enough is enough and have a safe word. And I'm an empath. Like I feel your pain. Like while you're sitting there like, Oh my God, that hurts. But I like it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where you're like, I feel a little bit bad, but are you saying that you like it is okay? Yeah. 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 <laughs> No, I get that. Um, I I think that's that's pr- the primary focus of this podcast and the you know our whole brand yep. at Submerged Life is we want to be able to have autonomy as human beings. It doesn't matter what side of the slash you're on. Yep. You shouldn't have to give that all away and lose your voice mm-hmm. just because oh I'm in a role where this is my dominant or this is the person in charge or this is the rigor or this is the tire. Yep. I give up my autonomy to this person you can't do that it doesn't no. help anybody and that, i don't know why and how people got the impression that that's what's supposed like that's the way that's supposed to play out because that is so backwards yeah um yeah. and like honestly like even though like i don't associate and identify as like it's not that i don't a sense of it. it's just like i don't like running around saying that i'm a dom even though i don't like i sit there and i look at like what I would expect of someone who decides to take on that title. Sure. And it's not controlling someone like that. It's right. literally guiding someone under the discussions and conversations that that person has had speaking up for what they want and how they want things sure. and so on and so forth. Yeah. Yeah. You really do have to come to the table from both sides, top, bottom, DS, MS, whatever it is. Yeah. Just come to the table as human beings. 
I want this. I desire this. I need this. Yeah. And these are my limits. And like, if you can express all that and come to, anyone can negotiate with anyone. Why do we not have those conversations in day-to-day life outside of games? And that is something that really I wish could happen in the vanilla world. Me too. Do you know how many people would avoid assault charges, rape charges, getting into uncomfortable situations, being assaulted, if we really tried to educate people instead of abstinence Mm -hmm. being our focus, Mm -hmm. right? In schools and young people. No, we we teach consent, people. Yeah. You have to teach consent. I can't speak volumes enough about how much better my relationships with friends, family, partners became. Once I started, after learning those core things that came from kink and integrating them into communication with people, like any relationship, every one of them got so much better. Yeah. It really does teach, um, it teaches you about boundaries Mm -hmm. and how to make sure that you're standing up for yourself. Yeah. And you're not just people pleasing and serving without without power exchange. Because I kind of feel like every... Every relationship, no matter what it is, whether it's kink or vanilla or somewhere in between, yeah. there's some sort of a power exchange between you and the cashier at the grocery store. Oh, 100%. Right? There's a power exchange between you and the mechanic who's fixing your car. There's a power exchange between you and your boss yeah. or you and an employee. So if we can identify that and use some of the kink education that we have and how we interact with people there... Mm-hmm. God, the world would be such a better place. 100%. Like, I will teach my kids the core values of these things outside of kink for oh, their own communication and whatnot. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. I will, too, when they're old enough to not ask me about dildos in the closet. I mean, that might be a good idea. Because <laughs> I don't want to... Mm. I don't want to gross them out yet. You don't want to scar them yet? Well, I think they're already scarred. You know, like, my mom was very, like, prude and whatnot, and she did plenty of scarring when I was your kid's age. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm scarred. <laughs> I And my, I don't think my parents ever had sex, but twice. I've got a brother, and it's me, so. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a long life with no sex. Oof. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't think... I don't think it's necessarily kink and BDSM that's going to scar the kids. I mean, that's fair. There's a lot of other things. There's a ton of other shit I'm fucking up <laughs> that has nothing to do 100%. with kink or BDSM. Ah, you're a good mom. Yeah. They'll, they'll be in therapy no matter what. It's just whatever it's It's inevitable. Be. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I'll own it. It's not a big deal. Hey, everyone. I want to take a short break and let everybody know about our official sponsor of Submerge the Podcast. Our rope and wax sponsor is Dyadic Rope. You can visit their website at dyadicrope.com for an amazing selection of bondage rope, low temperature wax for play, sensual massage candles, and even steel suspension rings. My podcast listeners get 10% off of any order with the coupon code SUBMERGE at checkout. Dyadic stocks hand-dyed nylon in a wide variety of vibrant colors. They carry wax in really hard-to-find sizes, and they carry both in black light reactive colors, which is super, super cool. Take your play to the next level. It's Dyadic Rope, D-Y-E-A-D-D-I-C-T-R-O-P-E.com. And don't forget the coupon code SUBMERGE for 10% off at checkout. All right, let's get back to the show. Uh, okay, so then if rope isn't your fetish, sure. what is your what is your kink? And if you could if you could pick one kink. Yeah, if I could pick one kink. Hmm. Like what would be kind of your primary if you're comfortable sharing? Like yeah, you don't sure. have to. Okay. Uh, I don't have a problem with it. it. Makes me more comfortable with my own kinks. Like that's part there of you like go. this year I'm just like, you know what? Just kind of get over it and accept it. Like you're weird. Dive into yeah. it. Dive into it. Um, I think like I've had a hard time finding where this fits, but like for me. I really like uh, like performance-oriented behavior from like a partner, like okay. where they are showy or they put on an outfit specifically to rile up or get attention from me. So it's like this extra effort that goes into it. Okay. What it does for me is it like exhibits desire and it shows effort and energy put into it. So it's not just like, hey, I dropped my clothes and you should automatically be turned on by me because I've never really been that person. Yeah. Like... My arousal template, like, I'm a very central energy-based person. It takes me some time, like, to just kind of get out of my head and get into the zone and whatnot. Um, And that really kind of helps get me there because that's what makes me feel desired. Very much like, you know, foreplay, this is 
you know, it is foreplay for me. Yeah. And yeah. That's, that's kinda, a form of it. I love it. And I don't remember, like, I think you and I actually had this conversation at one point in time. We did. Right? Did you, we do, did. You, do you remember what it's called? Yeah. It's called clothed female naked male. Whoa, that's right. Because so it was like, like outfit based. CFMM. And it's it's a whole genre. Like there's subreddits about it. Into it. Um, where men actually prefer to have the woman wearing like a sexy costume or sexy lingerie. Yeah. Or being full blown like some outfit. Yeah. And then they're the ones that aren't dressed. Yeah. Or, you know, they and a lot of people jump straight to like, oh, you want nudity, you want nudity. I've found, Mm-mm. I mean, I've got I've got two OnlyFans now. I've found my best stuff is when I have clothes on. Yeah. You know, there's it's just, insane. Yeah, there's something like I think it plays to the dynamic of like, okay, what is under this or what is yeah. waiting, right? So there's something like you're doing something wrong. A little bit. Like a secret. Yeah. And then yeah. like there are all these like things and categories that we like attribute to these things such as like you know characters on tv shows or like positions like librarian and secretary yes. and all those things yes. that like we have these fantasies we run through in our head that are like fairly common and whatnot but we never get to play out fully unless yeah. we engage in that and for me that's kind of what it is i'm also like being I, I know a lot of males identify as like very visual creatures but like i am also like very much about how something's put together like i like well-dressed, go out, lipstick, dressed up, taking care. Like it yeah. shows that they've like given some attention to this thing and it's not expected all the time, but it's really nice. Um, but when that's done, like there's an extra part of my brain that's like, this is an entirely visual, beautiful, like all put together yeah. thing, right? It's like, oh my goodness, like this is nice. This looks visually It's what, visually what it? appealing. Yeah, aesthetic. Yeah, yeah, I'm just like, yeah, good job. Those shoes with that outfit, yes. that lipstick, and those eyelashes, you're rocking it, girl. <laughs> I love that. I love that you appreciate that. Oh, yeah. My mom growing up, like, my mom is a very gorgeous, uh, absolute, like, she was a person who always turned heads and whatnot. And we grew up in church, so she made all the wives jealous. Oh. And so, like, my mom would not let us leave the house without looking perfect. So oh, we were, like, awesome. the cute little, like what Eddie Bauer, like banana Republic family. Oh my God. And so like, see my mom be like that. Like there is really something to be said. Like you, when you get into your adult life, you have a comfort zone with the things that you experienced as a child. 100%. And like my mom was a beautiful, well put together woman and yeah. man, do I have some appreciation for that. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome though. Cause it does kind of play to that effort. It would kind of, kind of go in, in line with like the love language of like, acts of service yes. because that's what that effort is. It's they're putting effort into themselves, that's, but not just for themselves, for you. Oh, that just clicked. Right? Oof. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's, that's your act of service. So I, in a lot of ways, I would kind of put you on the, the dominant daddy. That, that rings yeah. true. That all kind of comes together. That'll be $150. You can drop the check on my, at my door. I just psychoanalyzed. Cool. You. Sweet. <laughs> You're welcome. Well earned. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so so all right, so you've got that. That's kind of a fetish, which is great, and I love that. And I love that you you get to a place where you can kind of do what we just did. We just psychoanalyzed it. Like, why yeah. is that? Why is that a thing that I'm attracted to? Oh, yeah. So, okay, so now I want to know, since you've been, and I know you're still relatively new, and you've been doing rope for a while, but you've been kind of in the kink community just a, a little bit, kind yeah. of dipped your toe in, mm-hmm. gone to a few events, saw me get punched in the face with fire. <laughs> I did see you get punched in the face with fire. I was like, dang, this girl's a beast. How was that for you? Um, I was watch. I was not mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't okay. know. I didn't know that I'd be like, oh, cool. But like the fact, it, it, you know, like there's an extra appreciation because it's you. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah. man, that girl's hardcore. <laughs> I had no idea what to expect, by the way. I thought it was going to be more intense than that, too. I did, too. And I and I know you were like, you know... I was kind of disappointed. Yeah, you're like, you could have hit harder. I, I was like, oh, this girl. But yeah. you know what? Like, I saw, I saw that, and I was like, wow. <laughs> you're a trooper. <laughs> well, thanks. Yeah, no problem. I definitely do want him to do it again. I think you should. And I want him to do it harder. <laughs> I'm not surprised. And several more times. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to, like... I don't want to, like, start my head on fire, but... I don't know. I want to like feel more heat. I mean, I get it. Like the heat aspect is interesting. Like I've been seeing a lot in the rope community um, where they'll do events and they'll put like whatever that flammable bubble 
Yeah. Have you seen that flammable yeah. bubble material, whatever? Yeah. And they'll put it on a butt and then they'll light it on fire and slap it off. Yes. So like the heat aspect added to it yeah. and whatnot. It's yeah. Fire cool. bubbles. I think he does that too. Nice. So, and I, I plan to have him on the show as well. So. As you should. I will, I will get some more info about that. And we'll figure that out. We'll he figure out what to do at night. Such an interesting character. He like is a so very, much. very interesting man, and I love him. <laughs> um, okay, so then, what do you think for like, um, for like mental health yep. awareness mm-hmm. and kink? Mm-hmm. How do you see those both merging? Okay, so like long term, I think in like the near future and whatnot, I think the more that kink becomes like popular and like pop culture-esque because it really is coming more and more into it like you see it all over the place and little tidbits like i just saw victoria's secret release like a shibari line oh yeah and i was just like really this is what you, guys you think it's coming with? mainstream i think it is yeah. um i think like people were like 50 shades gray is so many years ago and whatnot and yeah. though that was like a big thing for a lot of people and like it kind of it gave people like a oh like i can safely like get interested in this and kind of relate with others. Right. It also like didn't always do the best judge, like best way of like showing consent and whatnot. Like there's a lot better examples. Truth. Um, but you don't just drag someone to their, to your red room. No. And then even if you have a contract, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's... Even if you have a helicopter, it does not give you consent. Yeah, bro. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> um, but honestly, like I really think over the next five years, if we, create a safe space where people can come in and use have terms that like feel more comfortable for them where we're not too focused on things like you know identifying and whatnot we kind of create a space where you know come experience get educated see if it piques your interest yeah if we work towards that i think it will continue to grow and the reason why i say that is because i think that kink offers a very positive way to process mental aspects like yeah there's a lot of things I've learned over the last year through kink and also just through like mindfulness and whatnot and self-work about, you know, this is what I like and this is why I like it. And then digging into that. And yeah. like, there's a lot of like shame and guilt we have as like a society on a lot of things. And it's just a waste of our energy. Yeah. yeah. And I'm super guilty of this. And the best thing for my, like my mental well-being in this last year, especially with, you know, getting educated on kink and communication and consent is like, I am able to look at my actions, my interactions with people and dissect them to a whole nother level. I get to look at the way that I interact with people physically and I get to analyze that and understand how can I do better? How can I get more for myself and also give more to others and like meet people's needs? Ugh. Like, yes. that, and that's the thing with kink is like kink isn't always about sex, right? Like it's, there's, yeah. there's sexuality as part of it innately. I, there's so many asexual people though that are part of our community too. And so, the, but like the thing too with kink is you're not always having sex with kink. Well, that's the big joke, right? You go to a swingers club and it's all sex. all sex, no foreplay. Yeah. And you go to a BDSM club, it's all foreplay, no sex. Yeah. Like that's the joke that people don't understand. They think when, oh, you're so freaky. You've been, you're just out fucking everybody and it's an orgy. No. no. <laughs> just imagine you're going to a strip club and you're actually interacting and socializing with people. Like yeah. it's like a sexualized environment, but you know, people are consensually there yeah. and we're not paying each other for things. Yeah. And you're not touching anybody without nope. asking first, um, even hugs, right? Like, yeah, people even ask, like, may I hug you? And yeah. like, it's such a novel thing, but like 100%, like it's super considerate. Some people don't like to be touched. Yeah. Yeah. And I know a few of them. E- right? They'll be like, how about a fist bump? Especially after COVID. Exactly. There's a lot of people who are like, no, do not hug me. And it's nothing personal. It's just simply as their preference. And if you don't ask, you won't know. Yeah, I like yeah. I like to look at like kink like at a base like what I wish people would look at it is like imagine you go to like an art festival that is an erotic art festival, right? Right. You see things on the wall, you're not going to touch the painting, right? That is true. You're not going to touch the painting, but you want to interact with it, you want to see it, you want to experience, you want to understand like what was the thought behind this why. Da, 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 da. Right. Same kind of things can happen like at a kink event. And like yeah. if we stop looking at it as like a sex party or like a swingers event and whatnot, maybe more people would be comfortable, but the main thing is like I genuinely believe that kink has the ability to make people more mentally aware of themselves, help them grow, help them improve. And the things that you can learn through some of the structure that kink has can be adapted into anything non-kink. Yeah, I agree with that. 
it really does have a lot of what am I, what's the uh, pour over? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Right, over, yeah. like you can you can definitely take a lot of the stuff like you're saying, like just consent base mm-hmm. in general. Yeah. And you can really apply it to vanilla life yeah. and it will really help you. Yeah. And consent's been like the biggest thing. One of the things people comment the most about that, like really makes my heart happy with working with me is that, um, I communicate and that consent is part of that. And yes. my entire consent speech that I give every person I tie yeah. comes from my education from kink. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And it does add that extra layer of comfort for people to keep coming back to you because they know you did your research and Mm -hmm. you're covering your ass and you're also covering theirs. Yeah, because it's not just about their safety. It's also about mine, which I did not know at first. And I had to learn very quickly because, you know, everybody thinks like, oh, you know, does this person have the right energy to be doing this? And I show up and I produce that energy. But also not everybody has the right energy to be working with me. And I did not realize that at the start. And I had to learn my lesson quick. Do you have some horror stories? Do you have like one in particular you'd be willing to share? Yeah, I'll figure out the way I can say this. Basically. <laughs> without without throwing anybody under the bus. Oh, I'll never throw anyone under the bus. But That's the main good. thing is like I had an experience with an individual where I communicated the structure of what the experience was, the aspects that we would cover. We got, we got written consent. We got okay. consent on video. We had another person present and such, okay. like everything. And their experience went great by all means. Like the entire video, they're happy as can be. But the difficulty was the design that I was attempting to create was one I'd never done before. And I was unhappy with it. And I expressed it at the end of their session. I was like, hey, I'm not really proud of this work. And I want you to know it has nothing to do with you. It has uh, to do with the design that I've created on this. And I really want to make something that you're going to be happy about. Right. I'm going to go back to the drawing table. I'm going to try and create something better for you because like you deserve that. Like that's what we came here for. Sure. And like, it just wasn't, the person said that they didn't have a good experience. They like faltered on it for a bunch of different reasons. Um, it, it literally came down to, they saw another person's experience on my page and there was just like, they felt that they were slighted because their design wasn't because done. Because you weren't happy. Because I wasn't happy with the design. Maybe that affected her. Potentially. Tie. Wow. Yeah. And you know, like by all means. So you like, did nothing out of line. You did nothing predatory. You got written consent, verbal consent, all I that stuff. I literally asked all parties present. I was like, hey, I really just need some honest feedback right now. Please tell me. Like, yeah. was, was I out of line at any point in time? They're no. Like the, you, the only thing that happened was you weren't content with your design and you even expressed that it wasn't the individual. So, I mean. That's so weird. You can't accommodate for everybody, right? No, you and can't. And like, I yeah. felt terrible about that because I was like, right. I made you feel that bad bad about your experience that you felt the need to rile up to that extent like it got like i did not like the kind of energy that was coming out of that really did it get heated it got heated and i was just like no i don't agree like and i have they're like they it just was not a great (laughs) it was not my favorite experience but it taught me a lot it really did and it also taught me that i'm not going to be able to make everybody happy yeah, give that goal up. And so <laughs> it really put the focus on making, like, I knew, and that confirmed that the safety communication, the consent, everything I had in line was in line for other people, but I needed to work on the consent and safety for myself. Ah. And so going out and seeking advice from- a really good point. Right? Yeah. Like, sometimes we forget about the person administrating, yeah. like, administering any kind of, like, I wasn't even doing that in a kink capacity, but like, even if you were to go to an event and you mm-hmm. had like, um, you participated in play with someone or, a, or kink activity, um, that person who is administrating that needs to think of their own safety, their yeah. own wellness and whatnot. So I'm really thankful for things like, you know, written consent, yeah. verbal consent, video recorded consent. Yeah. Uh, Backup from other people who were there and present, yeah. you know, thank God for those things. Witnesses. 100%. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it happens. Oh, boy. Well, we all have horror stories, I'm sure. I'm sure we do. <laughs> yeah. Everything. I mean, we've had our slip ups um, just with people that we're in relationships with that yeah. we that we tie with or play with or whatever. So I've seen some. I've seen some scenes go really great. And I've seen some scenes go really bad. You know, and if we don't so, hide from that and we talk about it together openly and learn from it then yeah. we're doing better than sitting here hiding things that happen, right? Like yeah. there's a good experience to learn from this for the people who tie with me. Sure. There's a great experience for people to learn for people who are tying people. Right. And people right. who are, you know, playing. Yeah. Yeah. I always like to say if I meet newbies, um, 
make sure, beware of the top or rigor or dominant mm. that can never tell you where they fucked up. Oh, yeah. If you can't own your stuff. If someone can never tell, because every single person in this community has fucked up. Top, bottom, sideways, switch. I don't care. 100%. Somebody has done something that they're not proud of. Or that they could do better. Exactly. And that they they could have or should have done better and know now for next time. If you can't get that story out of someone, yeah. that to me is a huge red flag. 100%. Huge red flag. You want to hear the best one I got? Oh, yeah, Here's yeah, Here's the best yeah. one I got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been tying for a while, but like, I had this really bad habit and this person, if they hear this, they're going to laugh out loud. Um, <laughs> it's just because I was comfortable with them, but like I would run the rope really quick. Like once I get it through a loop or whatever, I'd run yeah. it real quick to kind of get to the next part of my tie. And this person would always look at the rope and they always say like, don't look at the rope. Don't and I could always rope. say, Hey, you were looking at your rope, like take some ownership of that. But no, yeah. I was running the rope too quick and I would bop them in the face with the rope. And that's like a huge faux pas. Like yeah. you're not supposed to do that in rope work. <laughs> but you know, like that was a hat, like for a little bit, cause I got so comfortable tying with this person. Yeah. I like wasn't giving the same attentiveness that I would like a brand new person. Yeah. And like, they were super sweet about it and whatnot. And like, it's embarrassing. Like you would, you don't want to, you want to have the pride. Like, like, no, like I've been doing really good and da, right. da, 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 but no, right. come on. Like, like I don't do that. Well, well, I did. Yeah. And I got called out in a sweet, perfect way. And I was just yeah. like, you're right. And you know, and we talked about it. I was like, you're right. Like I've gotten so comfortable with us tying that I probably need to readdress, like giving you the same level of attentiveness, attentiveness. Yeah. And slow down. Yeah. So. I can see that. I mean, you get, if, especially if it's somebody you tie with often or someone you play with often, that you would get casual. Yeah. And and maybe that person would all would also get casual and they'd be like, yeah, cool, whatever. I mean, I know I, I've been with my master for 20 years. Yeah. We've been officially DS for the majority of it, but not not the whole time. Yeah. But I mean, it's, a, been, it's, it's been a long time. Oh, uh, yeah. Right? So there are times where we'll like, We'll do some pickup play mm-hmm. and it's very casual and it's very like, yeah, cool, whatever. We're just playing around. And then it's like, oh, ugh, that hurt. Or, oh, okay, come on. We're, we're getting a little too, a little too funzy with it. We're yeah. not, we're not taking it as seriously as we could have. Yeah. And I think that's important to remember because the stuff we do is really dangerous. It can be, yeah. Even rope, right? Like mm-hmm. people think like, oh, rope is the safest thing. People get hurt a lot with rope. Yeah. I've And I've seen that. And people need to be more aware of that, really. Like if you're picking up rope and whatnot, you need to start. I honestly suggest everybody start artistic. Yeah. And then move into restrictive. And only move into restricted after you learn the sensitive areas of the body. Yes. And once you yes. know your own body or other people's bodies. Yeah. So. Self-tie, I think, I think the maybe one of the reasons it is so popular is because a lot of a lot of younger people get into rope because it is something you can do on yourself. Yeah. Um, you know, not many people are like, I love impact. So I spank myself with a wooden spoon every night before bed. Right. Like <laughs> yeah, not everybody, not everybody, Just some people, some people though. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it is a, it's a, it's a really cool thing that you can administer on yourself yeah. to learn and practice from. So maybe that's why it's like considered the gateway. I really, I really think it is the gateway thing. Right? It's like, Hey, like I kind of am curious. Yeah. But it's still, you know, you got to be careful because it can, it can get real dangerous. hundred percent. Really Anything. dangerous. That's why people need to talk things through realistically. Definitely. Definitely. Okay. I want to, uh, I want to get to present day. Let's do it. Uh, I want to know what you're doing. I okay. want to know where you're going. Cause you have big plans for 2022. Yeah. I'm bonkers. Ah, <sighs> You've been bonkers since the day I met you. Yeah. So I've been lying to myself for like the last 27 years that I'm like, no, I'm this really chill, structured, like <laughs> quiet dude. Seriously. Like <laughs> if I could show you a picture of what I was like, you like okay. no idea. Like I have like this business profile and I do not look like the same person sitting in front of you right now. <laughs> I got short hair. I got a blue Navy suit on. Like I look legit. Oh, yeah. And now I'm here. You were your mama's child, dressed in banana prep public. And I still am my mama's child. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, we gonna go get some nice dinner tonight? Yeah, I'm dressing up. Yeah, yeah. But But, most of the time, I'm just like, oh, crazy. Yeah. It's cool. I'm bonkers now. But um, what I've got going on now. So I really have a desire to expand into the art community, like legit. 
I do, I like, I want to get my work into art fairs and art exhibits and galleries um, because I really, I'm artistic. Like, I'm creative. I love this stuff. You're pretty badass. It's worth showcasing. Thank you. It's really worth showcasing. (laughs) Um, But, like, I'm super thankful because I would not have been able to say the same thing like a year ago if it weren't for the fact that I've had phenomenal photographers there to capture the the rope work capture yeah. the models and that's really like leaning on other people and their skill sets has just been wonderful yeah i just show up and tie the rope and then they take this beautiful picture and i'm like wow that is helpful like when you've got someone to capture it for you it really helps show you like oh no what you made is actually pretty yeah and so i really want to get that into the art community uh for two reasons a um, I really like art, always have, and I w- would love to be able to say that I'm an artist, like legit and actually believe that because it's still hard for me. Yeah. Don't validate that. <laughs> um, <laughs> do not validate that. Um, but you're an artist. <laughs> <clears throat> sometimes. Um, but second of all, I think if I can display rope in an artistic manner, that will get it out there and accessible to more people to be able to have a kind of introduce the ability for conversations to kind of introduce this into, I really would love to see like the world become more acceptant of kink and understand yeah. it because of the benefits I see in it. And I think that's a way that I might be able to help with that. And to know that it's not all blood and gore and shadows and, and darkness, and right? It can be really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like Shabari. Yeah. So yeah, that's awesome. Okay. So you want to go artist? What are you thinking? Like, uh, art exhibits, like, how would you do that? Would you live tie? So I am collecting, and I got feedback just this week from a bunch of followers, and I'm working with a few select people that I really trust their judgment to kind of pick uh, several of the different pieces of art that I have. So I have uh, shadow boxes that I make designs in that are brand new. Um, basically, I just, like, create the structure, and then I just tie. Just I don't come in with a design. I just go. I've seen one of those uh, in large you. format. Mm-hmm. It's really cool looking. I don't know if I'll ever make one of those big ones again. I love it. Thank you. But the mini version, that'd be cool too. Yeah. You yeah. can put it on your wall. You can put it in your house. But um, yeah. we need one for the lion's den, I think. Yeah, I have an idea for that. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's already it's already up there. Perco- oh my gosh. It's percolating. I'm so excited. Okay. Okay. But, um, I want to do... So I want to get those those pieces picked. I'm also talking to some of the photographers to figure out whether they are willing to like sign over either some of the copyright or whatnot. So I can actually display their work okay. at the art shows. So that's the tricky thing with having other people. I have some work that I photographed, so I own the copyright on it, but the other ones, they have creative copyright on it. So okay. I have to talk to them about it. Okay. But, um, Fingers you know, crossed. I'll let you girl. I can take some photos. I know. We're going to do this. Okay. I know we've been talking about okay. this. It's okay. going to happen. Okay. But I'm going to submit those pieces of work to the Seattle Erotic Art Fair Festival. Oh, no shit. So submissions are due like in February. So I'm trying to wrap that up. But like other than the art stuff, um, pie in the sky goals. I want this to continue growing and I want to like tie even more people than I've already tied. I want to start going to different kind of festivals and like group events and whatnot. I want to start live tying and do like performance tying. Like I love putting on a performance. (sighs) That'd be so cool to watch. I don't really want to teach. It's not really my jam. You're not into that, huh? Not into doing a demo, teaching people how to do it? No. I like, I get, I'm just like, no, because the way my brain work doesn't translate that well for that. I get that. I get that. So it kind of makes me feel like it throws my energy off doing that. But you're very much in the zone and the flow. My crazy thing that I really want to do. Yeah. I'm going to do a rope fashion show. Ah. Like a legit one. Like runway? Yeah. (gasps) So I'm going to tie the designs on the model, the idea high level without giving too much. Yeah. I'm going to tie some initial designs so that some of the models can go walk out. Okay. Kind of start displaying and showing and have photographers show up, have areas. It'd be a multi-stage dynamic so they can walk to multiple areas so multiple people can see from different angles and the photographers would be present so they can get from those different angles. Yeah, so you're not talking like generalized runway models would walk out, walk back in. Nope. That doesn't give you enough time. This is like a live performance. Yeah, where they stick around. I would be probably 
like center stage or somewhere with a model tiny live design on them as this is going around oh everyone gosh. to keep everything going. I love it. And then at the very end of it, I would do a reveal of another idea that I'm not going to say. Okay. So like, it'd be like very interactive. Oh, that's whole kind awesome. of like underground experience, like invite only type of thing. It's like not an actual, like it's going to be cool. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I'm really looking forward to see what you create and what you come up with this year. We'll see. And I'm happy to be a part of it, too. Oh, yeah. Because I know to. we're going to collab on some really fantastic stuff. Yeah, what are we going to collab on? I don't know. We're going to do a live tie. Yes, we are. Definitely got to do some Insta Lives. 100%. Um, we definitely have to do some photography stuff. Yes, please. Um, <laughs> God, what else? I don't know. You tie me. I want to I tie someone with you. Yeah, I'm down. Um, and then I also, yeah, I, I, I'm I, whatever. Whatever cool. you want to do. So we're going to make some cool shit? Yeah. Woo-hoo. We're going to do cool shit when we make some cool shit. I'm into it. Yeah. Our lives are dope and we do dope-ass shit. So what's our next podcast going to be about? I don't know. Okay. But I think that we can come up with something. <laughs> I, I know we will. <laughs> Over are, Thai food. Are you going to come Are you gonna come and be on my, my show? Well, that's what I wanted to know. Are you going to start a show or what? What's going on here? Yeah. So... Other, I have like, I'm the person that I will throw a bunch of stuff against the wall and something will stick. Something so I can't guarantee you what's going to stick, but I would also like to do a show and I would like to come from the perspective of very like non kink minded folk. Okay. Yeah. That's use, a good idea. Right. But talk about rope, Flexing talk about kink, stuff. talk about dynamics, talk about yeah. power exchange, talk about consent and communication. But my big goal is to give an example to people of how to communicate in relationships and with people and to set a really good example for masculine energy. Oh, I like that. Right. I think we need more of that. I think so too. mm -hmm. I think so too. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. Oh, I want to Okay, so add that to the list. I'll be on the podcast as well. Mm -hmm. I love this. I love this. Okay, well, where can people find you? Um... Besides, we've got FetLife, Instagram, say all your, your hashtags and your at signs and all that jazz. All right. So we got FetLife, which is bound to nothing with a two in the center. Okay. Um, not super active on there. It's really just there to be a part of the community, to participate in events and whatnot. So, right. I mean, I don't really uh, add friends and whatnot, but I will communicate with people. Like, I have no issue there. But um, Instagram is my primary platform right now. Uh, it's where I put all my artwork Um you know, post three times a week, participate. I love interacting with people who comment and whatnot. Yeah. And then I have a Twitter. I just don't really use it. You're welcome to use it. Um, I mean, you're just not going to see me active. And the last thing really is, uh, you know, I did my Etsy shop. My artwork is out there right now. Oh, sweet. Um, Really, all that I want, like, and I'll give you participation points, community, uh, just go like my store. Like, you don't have to buy the artwork or anything like that. But if you like the store, it obviously, like, makes other people interested in it. it. So, yeah. yeah, I'll have some merch coming out soon. I know everybody loves these hoodies that I have. We love the hoodies. They're comfy, aren't they? They're very comfortable. So I'm going to do... I love them. I'm going to launch a separate store and then those hoodies are always going to be custom order. So I'll just periodically throughout the year be like, okay, who wants them? And then go make the run because they're really time consuming to have made. That's awesome. No, but I'm excited. That's going to be really cool. So all those platforms are pretty much at Bound to Nothing. 100%. Okay. Perfect. With a two in the middle. No. Uh, Instagram is bound to nothing. T O. All spelled out. Yeah, okay. All spelled out. Okay. All right. Cool. So that's where people can find you. Okay. You ready for the lightning round? Oh, I do this with all my guests and it's super fun. Oh, no. And some of them are kink related, but most of them are just vanilla. Sweet. Let's do this. They're pretty fun questions. So okay. as fast as you can answer. Let's do it. All right. Dogs or cats? Dogs. Window seat or aisle? Ooh, aisle. Really? Yeah. I like to be off the plane first. Oh, okay. I don't care about that. So I used to travel a lot in consulting. So I've seen out that window a million times. I'm fine. Oh, you're like, yes. Only certain locations. Maybe I'll switch it up. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. uh, Who was your first celebrity crush? Ooh, some Hayek. Oh, Uh, that makes sense for (laughs) you. She's gorgeous. That makes (laughs) sense for you. Okay. Uh, Favorite book? Mm, 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 mm. Man. Uh, I think it's A Warrior's Light. Warrior's yeah. Light. It's by Paulo Coloa. I don't know how to say his last name. He's a Brazilian author. It's really beautiful. Really? Like, I would inspire, like, anybody should read this book. It's like 150 pages. It's these little tuning entries about, like, the way of a warrior and how a warrior thinks and whatnot. And it's really not, like, the aggressive concept of a warrior. It's, like, a true, like, 
someone who has a passion to help others, someone who has a passion to like fight fairly, all these types of things. It's a super beautiful book. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's called Warrior's Light. Uh, a Warrior's Light, I think. A yeah. Warrior's Light. Okay, look it up, people. Uh, go-to sex position. Ooh, God, man. I'm super cliche, man. I love doggy. <laughs> That has literally been like the consensus amongst most I mean, people. man, it's fun. <laughs> it like, is fun. There's so many variations of that. It is and like, fun. To be honest, like I also love missionary. Like I'm yeah. very much that person, but like it gets shit on all the time that I'm yeah. just like, nah, man, I'm going to be different. Yeah. But I guess I'm not. <laughs> people, people think it's boring, but if you've got the right energy between the two people, it's not boring. I'm Brazilian though. So like we like cute butts. Oh, so, so you got to do doggy. Yeah, a, you got a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So you're an ass man or a tip man? I'm a, I'm a butt dude. Yeah, you're a butt dude. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> I'll go do my squats. Um, <laughs> I love you for you. Uh, there you go. <laughs> um, okay, next question. Tip. One food for the rest of your life. Oh, uh, no. Probably Thai food. Yes, I'm right there with you. Yeah, Thai food's awesome. Uh, three, your three favorite Fed accounts. Three favorite Fed accounts. Damon Danes. He's my bro. He, you know what? I just like want to meet the dude. I want to know what he's like in person. He's such a nice guy. And like, I know he that. He really is. I thought he was going to be a total douche and he probably is going to listen to this. And I feel like I will people think that, that. I feel like people think that about me. <laughs> like, honestly. Probably people think that about me. Oh, she's a bitch. Probably. I don't know. I mean, I am kind of a bitch, but I'm not like a bitch to your face. That's true. You're not. <laughs> it's just behind my back. <laughs> it's just if you're bitchy to me. If you don't own your shit and you're an asshole, I'm a bitch to you. I know. And I like it. Like, so, I want to see it happen. Yeah. But if you're just like, not to me. Yeah. There you go. You just witness on the sideline. <laughs> Okay, so that's one. What's your What's your two other ones? I mean, I really like your master's page a lot. Aww. It has some like really cute content of all of you guys. Aww. And I'm just like, man, look at him go. <laughs> <laughs> look at him. Congratulations. You know, like, I'm just like, that's such a beautiful family dynamic. Like, Aww, that's so sweet. You guys pull it off. It's so cute. That's so sweet. Thank and you. And sexy, you know. Yeah. Um, let's see. We like to pepper a little sexy in there. Every whoop, now and whoop. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, God, what's a third account? I don't know, man. I'm like not a really big fat user. So, so what about, let's go with Instagram. You got any top My two, favorite three? Instagram accounts. Okay. Voodoo Ropes is amazing. Okay. She makes great content. Which I think she's also on fat too. Oh, I didn't know that. That's I awesome. I think so. I think I've seen her tagged and stuff. That so surprise me. Yeah. Um, what else do I like? Um, <laughs> so I really like, I don't know if his account is still this way, but it's master pockets. He's one of the people I've been watching since I started. He does suspension, just has cool energy in his videos, cool energy in his content. Yeah. Um, seems like a down to earth individual. Um, and he's one person, like, I almost had the chance to meet him at, like, an event that we were supposed to be at. Yeah. Super excited, and then it didn't work out. So I'm still looking forward to that at some point in time. That's cool. Um, but, yeah. Very good. Very cool ones. Um, okay, squats or deadlifts? I mean, I don't think I've ever done either. I'm not a, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a very sporty dude. <laughs> I love you. This is awesome. Uh, <laughs> neither. No, yeah. neither is good. Uh, okay, if you could have dinner with anyone dead or alive, who would it be? Audrey freaking Hepburn. Really? She is like the classiest, cutest thing in existence. You got and, a thing for them girls. Oh, it's because <laughs> when I was a kid, like these were the movies I like my mom, my dad wasn't around a lot. Yeah. So my mom was like, always like, oh my God, like I need love some, from somewhere. And she'd like sit us down <laughs> and we'd watch these classic movies with her like right. over and over again. I kid you not. Right. And like, it just like, she's just so adorable and like classy and graceful and like, That's yeah. Cool. yeah. That's so cool. That would be a fun one. Uh, what's your favorite day of the week? Oof. <laughs> None. <laughs> really? Like, I'm a cancer. I'm moody every day I'd of the rather, week. I'd rather do squats and deadlifts yeah. than uh, have a day of the week. Let's go Sunday. I like Sundays. Okay. I'm like a lazy bum on Sundays, and yeah, I, I let myself like have Sundays. it. It's like a good excuse day. Like, nobody expects anything from you on a Sunday. Yeah, I sit on that couch. I'm like, I'm going to do whatever I want today. Yeah, it's a good day. Uh, who would play you in your bio movie? Ooh, who would play me in my bio movie? Oh, the dude from you. The dude from you. From that Netflix TV show. The creeper? Yeah. People say I look the like him. The one who follows her around? Yeah. He's also from Gossip Girl. 
Like he has other roles too. That's just what people are going to relate to. Remember, he I'm not saying typecast. I'm not saying his character. <laughs> I'm saying the actor. You, you better preface you know, it. You know who would? You know who it would have been? But he's dead now. Oh, who? It's that guy from um Char uh Charlie Bartlett. Um, he was also in Star Trek. God, what's his name? Oh, the one who played Spock. Yeah, in, in the new one, or not Spock? Um, um, Scotty. Scotty, who in the old in the Star Trek, the one who died really, really young. Yes, that oh, one. Yeah, that guy. That was sad because he had like really curly hair. Uh, Orlando Bloom. That. Let's do Orlando Bloom. Oh, dude, Orlando Bloom. Orlando Bloom hey. for the win. And he's not creepy like the guy from you. Yeah. I mean, um. <laughs> yeah, I would go with that. I'd go with go. that one first. Cool. Okay. And what genre would be the movie of your life? Ooh, I think my life would be a drama. Yeah, that sounds about right. Really? Yeah, my yeah, growing up and then like figuring out my early 20s and whatnot. Okay. Very drama based. I had to have my phase of extreme drama to get to the point where I was like this chill. Wow. I dated some really dramatic people and <laughs> please don't come back and stab me for saying that cuz I know you would. Hey, listen. We've all got some drama behind us. 100%. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Nah. Irish people like to refer to it as passion. Oh, yeah. That's what we call it in Brazil, too. But like passion, yeah. Passion gets you murdered sometimes. <laughs> in Brazil, it does. <laughs> These girls do not mess around. I hear that. I hear that. I've met some Brazilians where I'm like, I'm scared of you. Oh, yeah. Legit. We're, in, we're intense. Like my yeah. mom was one of them. My God. I bet. Uh, mm-hmm. Yikes. I, I say I can deal with any woman because of my mom. Like oh. nothing phases me. Well, she was a good, she was a good woman for raising you. Oh, I love her. Aw, your mama's boy. It's so cute. I adore her. It's so cute. Thank you so much for coming. Of course. Thank you for having me. I am really excited we're doing this and I'm really excited for 2022 and I think we're going to make amazing stuff. We will. We will, uh, we're going to wrap this one up and we'll be back. I would love that. We're going to do this several times. Oh, I'm down. Several times. All right. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll catch you next time. See you later. All interviews on Submerge are from consenting adults sharing consensual experiences from their life. All opinions expressed in today's episode are those of the individual giving them and should be taken as such. Always do your research before entering into anything potentially dangerous. Vet your partners and always negotiate thoroughly. We record all episodes unscripted. Please reach out if any potential corrections to information you heard today would help our community be safer and more educated. Contact us at leoleonemedia at gmail.com.